0: Alright, playboys and playgirls, now that the hot boy hot girl summer is over, and y'all know we're going into the fall, and y'all are going to need new backpacks for school, work, and yes, even the gym. So we have partnered with Muslim Backpacks in order to give you guys a new backpack that can actually be styled into three ways. It can be carried as a regular backpack, a duffel, or even, guess what, you guessed it, a gym bag. And with our discount code, WRYH10, you can receive 10% off of your first purchase when you head over to Muzum, that's M-U-Z-M-M-backpacks.com, and make your first purchase. Once again, that's M-U-Z-M-M-backpacks.com. Let us know that Lonnie and Marla sent you. Now, let's get into the show. My days are cold without you but I'm hurting while I'm with you and though my heart can take no more I can't more running back to you <laughs> see my days are cold without you but I'm hurting while I'm with you. and though my heart can take no more Rocky, running back to
1: you alright for this deep vibrato you just gave me I don't have time
0: well you know I've told Marlon and I think you guys should know um this is kind of a warning. Um, I'm dealing with a small case of laryngitis. So if my voice goes from regular tone to a little rasp, like you can't understand it, it's because I'm, I'm trying to get it to come back. Um, shout out to bronchitis. <laughs> because if you have bronchitis, and you understand the struggle. No, I am not sick. Right. But up oh, there is my, um, my mute. Um... <clears throat> um I'm not sick. Mm-hmm. However, um, yeah, when you actually deal with it and be and end up congested, you end up on mucus for like seven days. Oh, shit. Yeah. Welcome to um this week's rendition of um scalding for millennials.
1: Scalding for millennials. <laughs> Fucking love it. You know. Sticking to that one, yes, I need scolding to, for millennials. I need to trademark that one.
0: Scolding
1: for millennials.
0: Say it again for the children in the back. They no, don't know. No,
1: that's my phrase. Slap it on the, the,
0: shirt the shirt for the, the That's right. Welcome to another installment of a question that y'all find it very easy to um have me question at all times. Who, Who raised you, hoes? Um, a weekly reflection, um, a weekly walk of shame, yes. um, a weekly um, scolding. Yes, it's welcome. I'm I'm Lonnie, your host and founder.
1: Yes, and I'm your co-host, Just Marlon. It's just me back like could crack, y'all. Y'all know how it is. Just. Yes. That's right. <laughs> well, I have to. We I have not started
0: um, in a while. Hold on. Mm. I haven't started in a while with. Um, in my headphones. I don't know if you remember when I used to do it. Like, I do it sporadically. Um, whenever I do in my headphones, it's normally just spare in a moment or something I feel is noteworthy. So, we're going to start with in my headphones this week before we jump into um, what I, the, the
1: foolishness, okay? Foolishness. Um, mm, Marlon, what's in your headphones this week? What is in my headphones this week? Yes. This week. Um, I know I might be a little bit late to the party, and I do that. I do this on purpose sometimes because you know I don't believe in like jumping on bandwagons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, in my headphones this week is um Ari Lennox. You really wait, loving her wait, a lot. You in are in particular. A- I don't, I feel. I'm sorry. There's a wave of judgment that is dwelling. It's and okay. I, I need you to keep it to yourself. I need to keep it. I feel it. I feel it. You just suppress it. You just push it. You just push it down. You just fucking push it down. Don't you do it. We'll are you What are you doing? You just push it down. You just push it down. Damn it. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to but, yes. Um, her song BMO, which is real. I really love that song. Shit dance. That was fucked. Just push it down. Marlon. That's in my headphones. Also, another song that is in my headphones. <clears throat> <clears throat> Is um it is called All to You by Sabrina Claudio. You're welcome. I'm not gonna say why I said you're welcome, but you're welcome.
0: Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um <laughs> I will say this. Grab my headphones. I actually I did some. I did a thing. Mm-hmm. I did a thing. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. this week. For in my headphones, mm-hmm. I I went I stepped into a time machine. Okay. Yes, I did, Lord. Okay. I technically did and did not mm. Did and didn't step into a time machine. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, the Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, a artist by the name of Tory Lanez. Okay. Put out a um album called The Chicks Tape Five. Now, if you guys are not familiar, like myself, with the Chicks Tape. Um, it's actually a mixtape series that Tori had before he came into fame. Okay. But this is a little special. Okay. Um, we know Marlon is it well into like the beginning of his 40s. But um, a season it's going to
1: be a running joke. I'm game. taking my nip back. No nip uh, back. Give me my nip back. Marlon, damn. You're going to stop you. with this judgment. Shut your damn.
0: stop. Oh God! Okay. See? Y'all see the changes in voice right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring it that. So, he, the album is dedicated and it's sample heavy. I'll say this to anybody. Okay. It's sample heavy. Just about every track featured on the album mm-hmm. has a sample. Okay. Now, um, it featured, I think I started Because the very first one, the first track is featuring Jermaine Dupri and Jagged Edge. Now, it starts from there. Mm. Then it goes from them and it goes to Jerry Sprunger. Now, Jerry Sprunger is featuring T-Pain. Pick up what I'm putting down. The sample for the song is I'm Sprung. Wow. Now, to stick with the theme for the whole album, Mm. the video for Jerry Sprunger. It's shot in T-Pay fashion esque, mm-hmm. where if you remember, like we are both do, um, early two thousands. I was like what going in? I was literally in like the last year of middle school, from the high school,
1: of uh, the era that we're talking about. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, the video for I'm from is um T Pain. He's sitting like on I want to say like a canopy of a house almost. Okay. Like you know how you have the smaller roof and then it's of course just the end right. of the actual roof of the house. So he's sitting on the roof of the house, feet over the uh, feet over the edge and instead of looking like T Pain in the actual video, he kind of was like fab back in the day almost. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing I love about the Chick State 5 is every artist used for a sample mm-hmm. is actually featured on the track with him oh that's dope so yes jerry stronger featured t-pain cool. um, some of the appearances from the album go from t-pain to of course the who's the cover of the album Bye. then um you have um ludicrous um slim from 112 is on here fab okay. makes an appearance chris brown because he actually samples take you down so Technically, Chris made double profit because he owns his master, so he had to clear it and feature him. Nice. Um, Worker. it's just work. It was just a lot. He sampled Mario's "Crying Out for Me," which um in a song called "The Cry." And I, because I'm a sucker for nostalgia, I lived. And even from the promotion for the album, like it was like a beeper when he announced chicks Take Five. Mm. Um, like it looked like a two way almost. And then, of course, for the cover, like I said, it was Ashanti. Ashanti's sitting on a bed and she's holding a sidekick, bitch. Wow. So... sidekick, Okay. Nostalgia at its finest. And then his website went from whatever the layout was to the actual um, layout of MySpace. <gasps>
1: nostalgia!
0: Bitch. The nostalgia at its finest. I'm keyed. That's nice. It was so good. So, I... I just want to take the time out to say thank you, especially for somebody like me that loves nostalgia. Right. I thoroughly, thoroughly appreciate going back to the time frame when I was really a teenager. Nice, and it was really a good trip to go on back onto. I'm um, also my feelings. Janae Ayako's none of your concern, baby. Mm-hmm. When Janae goes into her feelings, mm-hmm. just know. We're taking a trip. Oh, okay. And it's going to be a trip of feeling and ego talking and some regrets. Some could have, should have, would have mm-hmm. type in it. And, of course, none of your concern is featuring none other than her former boyfriend, Big Sean. Wow. So, it, it just coincided. It was so good. It was so good. I actually created a playlist also for Apple Music. Called uh, with Neo Soul mm-hmm. um, and bra- Neo in brackets, so it features. Um, and I'm going to add probably more to it. Um, we all remember the Neo Soul movement of the 2000s. Right. So I went from like Eric I do to just God. I even had some Daylight Soul in it, mm-hmm. some Slim Village. Like I was all over the place. I have yet to add Alicia Keys, okay, um, who was like very quintessential to it. So I didn't add like Fallen or anything like that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, music Soul Child, if you know me, you know I love Music Soul Child. So, yes, he's there. Um, Don't get me started. List, baby. Love his music. I had to go to like, album three. Like, I love the first two albums, but nothing compares to album three for me. Soul Star, it's just. <gasps> it, Classic. It's everything. Classic. Now, from the introduction, it puts you in a place, and literally the whole rest of the album is everything in life and more.
1: So, that's literally like I think that's his best album. That's his
0: number one album for me. Free. Okay, I, I can take it as number two because for me it would probably be. Mm. I want to say on my radio. You know, on my radio was good. Ooh, on my radio is my number two though. Um, it would be number three for me. But for me, number one would have to be. Um, Love of music. Yeah,
1: Love that was album exactly, too. Love of music really was out.
0: phenomenal. Yeah. Even though I will say on my radio, love my life. Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. Okay, we're Now, question before we move forward: right. Why did it take you a year to get into Ari Linux?
1: Because again, I don't ride trend trains. Okay. I don't. Oh, do you not ride train trains? I, I do not ride train trains. We won't take that route, right? Uh, and then it was like I, because I didn't. She was a little bit of everywhere, but I just hadn't. When it comes to music, I get really wrapped up in what I like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially as a like when it comes to like new music and new musicians and stuff like that. It's hard for me. To get on board, if I haven't discovered them before everybody else gets to them, okay. Because people will, people will ruin stuff for me. Okay, they really will. People okay. will ruin stuff for me, and it's like they're like, "Oh, you gotta listen to," blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Oh no, I'm not doing it." Just like, as much as I love Solange, I still haven't no listened to her last album. I'm glad you just said mentioned use Solange as a
0: reference. We're gonna go there for okay. one second. <laughs> um. A lot of people in the reviews are very biased to, um, what was the name of this album? I forgot. Oh, oh On My Way on my home. home. On My Way um, Home. Oh, When I Get Home. Excuse yeah, me. I've got the title mixed up for a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Um, she described it best. And even when she described it, I actually took a second look. That is one of the albums you have to sit with. You cannot just say, oh, I'm just going to listen to it one time and be done with it. It's not that. She said with a seat at the table, I had a lot to say mm-hmm. with when I get home. I had a lot to feel, which explains why mm-hmm. the songs are structured the way that they are. Okay, It's a lot of it. It's not like complete songs, like not to ruin anything. But I really wish Sound of Rain was longer. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish that um, not even Sound of Rain. I, way, to, way to the show is always going to be my go-to on that album because mm-hmm. I just love the sultriness of "Way to the Show. Mm-hmm. But with Ari, what got me into her, actually, this is why I know it's been a year. Mm-hmm. Um, what got me into her was I heard, when I first heard whipped Okay. When I first heard whipped cream, I just was like, who is she? I like her. Mm-hmm. And it got me into everything that led up to Shape of the Baby. Okay. Like I got like I still love pedigree, even though pedigree is not on the album. I love grandpa. Grandpa is hilarious. Like it's a good record, but I love grandpa. But nevertheless, thank you for um catching up. We appreciate
1: you. You know, I'm welcome. Here. I'm still listening to the album. I, I I'm still listening. it's fine. Welcome. Yes. We appreciate you. I'm here. And I love her. I do. Okay, thank I you. It. Welcome. We like ya. Yes.
0: Alright, so it's time to get into the tree and just y'all's plain old rash Um, oh, you know you don't have feeling in your leg anymore, so I need you to get up white and flush. Shit. It's time for scroll on. That's right. Um, it's a lot, a lot to unpack and scroll on this week. What are you this week? Um, actually, it's a lot more justice issues this week in scroll on. Oh, so we're going to get the foolishness out of the way before we touch the justice things okay um, this is going to be a debate topic um, Summer Walker announces that she's canceling the rest of her tour now she came out with a video explaining why she's doing it and a lot of it had to do with her social anxiety Okay. which of course if you're familiar with social anxiety it leads to stage fright mm-hmm. and it, of course because of it it makes it look like she's awkward when she's performing to right. the stage fright so she's keeping very few select dates, but the dates are very spaced out. So um, she made the announcement. She said she's going to continue to make music. But basically, I guess if she does decide to tour, it's going to be more spaced out than like frequent back to back to back to back to back dates. Mm. So a lot of people had a lot to say about it and it triggered me slightly and it led to um, my rant for this week. Okay. Um, I love how people can tell you what you can and cannot do because a lot of people were like, oh, but she's sitting here, she's posting on Instagram, she's doing all these different things, but yet she's canceled the majority of her tour because she has social anxiety. Until so you have experienced anxiety for yourself, you cannot tell someone how they should feel or how they should organize or f- Impact their anxiety. Right. If she is telling you verbatim that I am dealing with social anxiety it's something that I am trying to get over, but this is too much and is going to cause a strain on my mental health. Y'all need to respect it. That's it. That's just it. Like I understand a lot of people like summer. I like summer, but call me crazy, and this is just my un, uh, my biased opinion. I'll take clear over. I'll take um over it. Mm-hmm. I prefer clear. And clear as an EP, but that's just me. <laughs> Anywho, you cannot tell someone what they should and should not do when it comes to their music or how they handle their business. That's right. their business. So she's telling you, I'm canceling. I'm not going to finish this tour because of my social anxiety. That means she's trying to work through it or get over it. Right. But until that happens, you're going to take what you can get. Mind you, a large, majority of the people already got refunded the money if this show got canceled.
1: So it's like, what's the, see, this this is one of those situations where as consumers, people really begin to show their ass. Like Uh you aren't really, you aren't entitled to her as a person, period. Like you, you can love her music, but you have to respect her boundaries. Like, I don't think that people realize like the severity of stuff like social anxiety and things that affect people's mental health. Like it, I wouldn't want to see somebody in concert that just physically and emotionally can't give me what I'm looking for. I would much rather appreciate your artistry and respect your boundaries that you give me. You know what I mean? Because like, it don't make sense for her to continue this tour knowing that I'm not gonna be able to perform in the way that you probably want me to perform. Also, I'm not going to be able to give you exactly what I would probably like to give you because of what I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? And it's like, at that point, bitch, like, pay it. Like, cut it out. Period. Like, I'm trying to
0: understand why do y'all feel as if she owes you something? Oh, she's sitting there. She's, like, posting a video of her, like, playing around with her dude. And they're like, oh... But yeah, you can't
1: finish a tour Bitch, no, no one owes you anything and furthermore the difference between being at home with my man and being on a fucking stage in front of thousands of people are two totally different things I don't have to have social anxiety at home with my man or with my man hurry it
0: yeah, if we decide know. to record it so y'all to see and I decide to share it to social media, but I'm telling y'all that my anxiety is the reason why y'all don't see me the way y'all want to see me, that's my fucking business.
1: I don't know. The entitlement is real with you folks and y'all just need to build a bridge and get over it. Period.
0: <sighs> so, mm, um The unbothered Scorpion King has responded. oh Omarion. He has spoken on Vlad TV about in regards to his yes, April and Fizz. Um, I enjoy the maturity of Omarion's response. What did he say? Um, He was unfazed. He said, I don't feel the type of way about it. He's The one thing that he said that stuck out like a sore thumb to me, and it's the God honest truth, he said, the only critique that I have is I wish they would change the narrative. Mm. is the only critique he has is Mm. I want them to change the narrative. Hmm. Now, for the children that don't understand what he meant when he said change the narrative, that means if the two of you are together, be together. You don't have to bring up my name in order for the two of you to be together.
1: Because the scandal is big enough with y'all just being together. Y'all don't got to bring up Mario for nothing.
0: Exactly. Let it go. Like, change the narrative. Leave me out of it. And they're like, well... Do you feel like it would affect you? He said, the one thing that he said that stuck out like a sore thumb to me is he said, that is the mother of my children. Mm-hmm. So if she's feeling some type, if she's feeling away, way, that means my kids are feeling away. So eventually it does affect me. Right. I want her to be happy. Right. So no, I don't feel the type of way about it. The only request I have is they change the narrative. What can you say? That is literally the most... Literally the most mature response you can give to That's that. That's the wrong shit. That's the best thing you can say. It's like they could do whatever they feel they, they feel they need to. Just leave me out of it. Period. 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 Not even period. 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 I like that. Ah, so we go into the social justice mm-hmm. aspect of number mm-hmm. one now. Mm-hmm. Ah, so. To heads or tails? Tails. Uh, speaking of tails, Kodak Black. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god. Fucking Reverend. Um, he was sentenced to 46 months in prison due to federal gun charges that were brought up against him. But that's not why he's also here. Huh. He's also here because there were two additional gun charges brought up against him. And he faces up to 30 years in prison. <sighs> For each charge. Ooh,
1: shit.
0: So if you thought that Kodak Black was coming home in two and a half years, think again. mistaken. Think again, sis. It's going to be longer than what you expect. Um, it's sad that our people don't understand the rights of guns and how they work really against us, to be really honest with you. Um. Why are you walking around, or why do you have guns in your possession that are not registered to you? Is beyond my fa- my 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 just thought capacity. Like I'm really trying to understand this. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. It don't make sense. Like y'all don't understand when the older rappers try to warn you guys that you got that all of you are basically looking like targets for the feds. None of you listen. And none of you really got it until you saw um, Snitch 9 get caught up in it. Snitch 9. Snitch 9. I love it. Get caught up in it. Like, he thought it was a joke. And even Fat Joe tried to warn him, like, bro, the feds. Like, you really think that you're invincible in this whole situation until the feds come after you. Run up on that ass real quick. Real fucking quick. What Mind you, you, he talked about something. He might, they're saying he might be home by the end of the year. And he's denying witness protection.
1: Foolish. He's He's clearly a troll, anyway. So whatever. But his troll ways is gonna get him caught up real quick. Literally, real fucking quick. So he can deal with that when he whatever. (laughs) Child, what forever.
0: So now we move on to lighter matters. Um, (laughs) you did say tells. So Ronnie Reed. Let's talk about him real quick. You haven't paid attention to the news. He was a gentleman that they basically, there's evidence and even witnesses that are saying that he didn't commit said crime. Um, I need to find it. You probably heard about it. I think I have. So, long story short, he was scheduled to be executed um, during the week, Mm. but he was granted a stay of execution. If you guys don't know what that means, that means that he's not going to be executed at all. Mm. So he's going to be granted, if I'm not mistaken, a new trial. This is in Texas, might I add you. So Mm. Kim Kardashian was actually with him when he got the news that he um, got a stay of... of (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Marlon. Marlon. Marlon, I'm, I'm trying to talk. I'm really sorry. Your facial expressions, please. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> God, please. I'm sorry. Okay, please. okay, 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 okay. Please, okay. we're fine. We're fine. Okay, we're fine. All right. Oh shit! That eye roll. Ooh. As soon as I said
0: Kim Kardashian, <laughs> see, see, you couldn't help the, you couldn't even help the facial expression at that point. Mm. She was actually with him when he got the news um, that he was gonna was granted stay of um, execution. But if I'm not mistaken, because I have to read more into this story, um, I believe they're going to grant him another, tri- another trial. Okay. So yeah, because this new evidence proving that he did not do it, and plus we have witness accounts saying that no, he did not do it. Good. Um, mm, uh. Whew, child. child All right. Mm-hmm. So the last one to actually round out um this whole topic thing when it comes to social justice. Um Colin Kaepernick actually held a private workout for NFL teams and of course the NFL was all aboard. Um he held in Atlanta yesterday. Um he was originally supposed to hold it at the Falcon Stadium, mm-hmm. but it got relocated 60 miles outside of Atlanta. Hmm. Um now, of all the NFL team owners, only eight of them showed up for the actual um, workout session. Now, a lot it's a lot of speculation around how it even happened, and they're saying that Jay-Z took basically took a hit toward his reputation. When he went into business with the NFL and I'm like, technically, a portion of this happening is because he's on the board. Right. Because this was not happening beforehand. That's true. So and it goes back to my whole argument that I had when it came to Jay-Z signing with the NFL. A lot of people had felt a lot of ways about it. I'm like, he said it and a lot of you missed the whole point. He said you cannot expect change if you're not in the position to make it. Hmm. So it's like it goes beyond the nailing, it goes beyond the protesting. It's like you guys have been protesting for three years and he still does not have a job. Mm-hmm. He still does not have a place in the NFL at all. But we're all nailing and we're all protesting the NFL. It's like it becomes a point where more has to be done. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the coon of ESPN, better known as Steven Smith. Mm-hmm decided to jump on social media and say that basically Colin wants to be the martyr for the cause. Um, Eric Reed decided to clap back at that. (laughs) And they had a a, a bit of an exchange on Instagram and Twitter toward one another. And this is the first time Steven Smith has been called out by somebody on just being a douche being just a douchey individual douchey douchey I like that word uh, douchey <laughs> <laughs> copyright it mean it um I think that's all I have did okay. you wanna did you wanna add anything um everything that I have
1: It's on a good old thread honey. I mean. oh gosh y'all should I take this shot of Hennessy real quick cause I have a feeling oh, I like
0: I feel like I'm about to be triggered because
1: you know know, we should just refill these glasses and then we can take a shot at the top of the thread and then I can go into it so that you can be prepared no stop (sighs) is it okay (laughs) what is the thread this week I will tell you when we get there fuck (laughs) (laughs) ah fuck refill the glasses child and we'll come back we'll see y'all in a second all right, give us a minute, child. Let me curse him out real quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode. And share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with the actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at WRYH Podcast at gmail.com. Once again it is W R Y H podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. I would sing back into this, but I'm a little optimistic of what Mar what fuckery Marla has going on. We back like back fat, baby. Not to mention he
1: put another Sirac
0: time. my wine, another shot of Sirac time. my wine, and I'm a little optimistic about this. I mean,
1: and we're about to take this initial shot right now. Really, this? Right, I said at the top of the thread, so come on. He's trying to have me so fucked much. up on a Sunday, y'all. You ain't got to do shit but stumble into that bedroom. You're going to be all right. You ain't going to tell people my business.
0: <laughs> We're going to start it with a shot of fucking Hit Jack. Um, honey Jack. Honey, honey Jack. Honey Jack, my drink of choice. Mind you, I have my regular wine and Syrah, and now he got me be Mister Hennessy, y'all. Ooh. Ready?
1: Thanks.
0: Let's do it this be
1: a fence. Uh, That's right. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, ladies and germs, oh, Jesus. let's get into the thread. <laughs> <sighs> oh week I was toiling over where I wanted to go with the thread. Cause you know, I've been thinking about shit. And um That's something why he that's why I gave him this. <laughs> something came up that I feel like needs to be addressed again, and who better that who better to address this than two card carrying gays? We're going to tackle. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. We are tackling the agenda today. Oh, God. Where did you get this idea from, Marlon? So, in an age where being LGBTQIA has almost become trendy, we are still beneath the pressure of bigotry, hatred, dismissal, and disdain. Oh, God. Today, let's try to unpack the alleged quote unquote gay agenda that people swear we are trying to push. Now, let me give you all a little backstory on how I arrived here at this situation.
0: I think I know exactly how
1: you arrived at this situation. So, since this whole language behind this alleged quote-unquote gay agenda has come about within like, I want to say within the last like, maybe, ooh, like five years? started pushing
0: this whole, there's a gay agenda. Oh, they pushed it at the beginning of the Empire bitch. Yeah, it's been five okay. years. Okay, so yeah, about
1: five years. But what really kind of pushed me is I don't know if you all have seen the interview with Flame Monroe on the Black Report. Black- I Black- knew, Black- knew this was coming. <laughs> I knew it. I didn't talk now, about it on purpose. as a native Chicagoan, I know Flame Monroe. Flame Monroe is a legendary, iconic entertainer in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Sunday nights at the Taste, you could catch Flame hosting, doing her thing, whatever have you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. always funny, always great. She's recently risen back to the top of the coffee cup. Um, being featured on Netflix on Tiffany Haddish's um, "They Ready" comedy special, mm-hmm. Flame has some very interesting views as it pertains to being trans and, and, and trans women specifically. <clears throat> and the interview that she did with the Breakfast Club, I feel like set us back. Mm five more steps. Mm. Specifically for my trans brothers and sisters. She literally set us back and it's just... I wish that she would have spoken from a place using I statements. Like literally saying this is my truth, this is what I believe, this is how I feel and it's not for everybody. And she kind of did that but They ate that shit up because it was one of those, phew, what a relief. Somebody from that side of the fence that feels the way that I feel. You know what I mean? Like Charmaine and DJ Envy, y'all get on my nerves sometimes. Like niggas niggin'. Anyway, so that's what put me in this space to bring up this topic and really tackle this whole quote unquote gay agenda. I tell people all the time, Bitch, I've been a card-carrying gay for 37 years now. I ain't seen no copy of this bitch. Ain't nobody forwarded me no blueprints, no foundations. I haven't seen it. Where is it? Why is it here? And how y'all like authorizing it. That it? doesn't make the, sense.
0: If that is the case of us pushing a gay agenda, where's my check, bitch? Please! I need my check. Immediately. So,
1: you know, we're gonna get into it. So my first question of the day. Oh, God. Why do you feel that there's still hatred towards LGBTQ plus folks today in spite of all the information regarding us as a community?
0: The general public is choosing to be ignorant toward it.
1: Why? Like, I don't...
0: They're choosing to be ignorant toward it because it's more comfortable than trying to understand something that they don't want to. So the one thing that we're not taking into accountability is... We are dealing with people, and especially a lot of the gay agenda talk comes from the church. So so they feel as if we don't understand it. We don't get it, let alone the fact that there's gay people in the Bible. But that's another conversation for another time. Mm -hmm. Um, They still believe that we don't want to understand this and we want to hide behind what we're told that it's against and everyone feels like it's against god and then everyone wants to also throw in the shield. well why does my child need to be exposed to this especially if i'm not exposing my child to this that and the third so then why do i want to have my child understanding the gay culture it is so just like flame said we can coexist and not feel like we want to be included That's ultimately why and it works against everything that she said on The Breakfast Club.
1: It does. I mean, my thing is when she said like, oh, we're literally like forcing our... Okay. Go ahead, talk about it. Before I go into this next part of what I'm saying, I want to bring to the forefront the fact that who I love Is not a lifestyle. Period. It's not it's not a lifestyle. I hate it when people say that because again, it dehumanizes, it also oversexualizes, which is what y'all love to push on us, the situation the type of sex that we have is but a small fraction of who we are as LGBTQ folks hello the reality of the matter is is that our attraction leads to our love for one another anybody can fuck anybody in anything we love men <laughs> if you are a lesbian you love women OK, like if you are trans, depending whatever your sexuality is as a trans woman and or man, your sexuality is only a fraction of who you are. And it is not a lifestyle. It is who you love. It is who you are. Like, so all you motherfuckers out there, cut this lifestyle shit out. Who I am is not a lifestyle. I don't live an alternative lifestyle. So Listen at all. I love who I love. And that's that. So, cut that shit out. Period. Um, yeah, so it's just like, it's, it's ridiculous, and I just feel like she set us back so far with some of the statements that she made, especially on the platform that she went to do it. The Breakfast Club has never been very kind to LGBTQ folks. Well. Never. Let's just keep it a buck. Because you all have some very cishet point of views and you mask it with this false sense of acceptance and understanding and I don't really believe that you all truly understand because y'all do shit like... First of all, you made a mockery of Janet Mock when she came on there. Uh, A a complete mockery. It it was so cringy, I I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. Like, because... Essentially, what happened was you objectified her the whole entire time. But they do that with just about every guest that so they have. Anybody they do, but and you know, but my thing is, I will. The one thing that I will give to the Breakfast Club is that you all are entertaining at the very least, which is why people keep watching you. Hello, somebody. Which is why I keep watching it because you all get to the shit. You get like it is what it is, but I just believe that, like you said, the lack of knowledge. Like people choose to be ignorant. You know what I mean? Like and it's it's really fucked up because with all of this information literally at your fingertips, you 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 choose to remain ignorant? Like, who does that? Not to mention the ally
0: that is Charlemagne God um gets overshadowed with how he approaches the community on the Breakfast Club. Like don't get me wrong, I found it quite entertaining when Miles went on The Breakfast Club back when he was on Love and Hip Hop um, LA. Mm. And when he had did the whole Bottom Lives Matter thing, I'm keyed at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care how anyone feels about it. I keyed. Because it was honest to God, it was funny as shit. And of course, Miles like, it wasn't meant to be homophobic or anything. It just is like, <laughs> this is funny. Coming from a straight man, this is hilarious as shit. Right. But it's been a lot of times they've been called out on how they approach some of their guests mm-hmm. and how I feel about my, I'm gonna let you
1: finish before I let out how I feel about Flame's interview. Okay. So we'll move on to the second question. What do you feel plays a part in the disconnect between the straight community and ourselves? Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the disconnect comes into play when we talk about the straight community the disconnect comes into them thinking too far into things
1: respond on that for me
0: yes I'm going to go on ahead and I'm going to enlighten everyone yeah. let think it Sicily 1942 <laughs> So here's the thing: the straights love to think too far into our community. They think they don't think like their misunderstanding is they think automatically. And this is my one of my hugest pet peeves when it comes to the community is the tokens. Ooh. it's just like how you have your token black person, right? That might be, in, literally in the face of racism, but due to their own ignorance, they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing when it comes to gays. Like I don't ever try to have me be a token gay Mm -hmm. because I promise you, I don't like makeup. I don't, I cannot find you a man. I can't even find myself a man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's start there. Mm -hmm. Um, And not to mention, they automatically think, when they think of gay, they think of extra flamboyant. They think of the extra tight clothes. They think of the girls that only like to go to brunch and got a brunch boot. They think that gay men are not regular men. And that is the part that is exhausting when you think of it. And why they don't understand us is because in their heads, Mm -hmm. they only think of one gay. I've even had family members come up to me and be like, oh, you know, you're cool because, you know you're not like the regular gays. You're not like the person that I have to deal with when I go to work every day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I understand that, but don't be, like, I I can't help but get irritated when I'm confronted with ignorance. And it's not like it's their fault that it happens. It's just that's how they see us. Mm -hmm. Is they think of a token gay automatically. Yeah. And not just a regular person. Like, I know regular dudes. Like, regular dudes that you would think is just a regular street dude. Like, a regular dude on the street or probably a regular dude that works at nine-to-five. I promise you, sis, you'll be gagged if you find out that he's gay. Yeah. You'll be gagged. Yeah. Gagged. And it's not like he's discreetly gay. No, he's openly gay. Right.
1: Yeah. I think that the the disconnect for me has always been communication. Mm. Like, I think about when I was back home in Chicago and I worked for TSA for, like, about four or five years. TSA. I did. TSA. And um, Transportation Security Administration. You worked for Transit. I did. Look at you. I checked you? you before you got on the plane. I sure did. Um, Look at you. Yeah, but I think about the straight men that I developed bonds with. Yes. And how they were almost dumbfounded that they were able to create a bond with me and actually be like, that's my dude, like, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, well, Marlon, you not like X, Y, Z, and I'm like, but not, you have to understand that we are still people. Still regular ass bitch. You know, and and it's like, I had to, like, literally check people and educate folks. Like, dude, like, we come in all different shapes, sizes, flavors, Um, discreet, flamboyant like, you won't be able, you can't pigeonhole us. You can't. And you shouldn't try to. And then also like, I, I appreciated it because what happened is basically I challenged your mindset. You know, it's like you are friends with me and you are able to relate to me and again I bring my sexuality and who I'm attracted to down to its, like, real percentage and show you more of the human that is me. We can relate on a lot of shit. A whole lot. Even relationship and love-wise, we can relate a lot. Just because we date differently doesn't mean we don't have the same struggles or anything like that.
0: Like, yes, lady, I I, I I date men, honey. I yes! and believe.
1: I do date men, but... I have the same problems that you do.
0: They get on my damn nurse. That's it. They find ways to get on my nurse. Only
1: difference is you date women with vaginas. And they get on your damn nurse too. And they get on your damn nurse too. So like we can relate. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So in in true who raised you old fashioned, you are weird. we Okay. Because my next question was, there's irony in the comfort level of the general public with being okay seeing images of us in media that feed stereotypes, but having discomfort with anything other than that. Mm -hmm. Why do we feel that is? Run that one more again. There's irony in the comfort level of the general public with being okay seeing images of us in media that feed stereotypes, i.e. flamboyant. I only do hair, purses, whatever I have you. But having discomfort with anything other than that, why do we feel that is?
0: Ooh. I can damn near count on my hand. Mm-hmm. How many images we see of regular men being same gender loving men on television.
1: Talk about it.
0: I can count on hand because the minute that you show them a regular man Mm -hmm. being same gender loving freak out nah that's not right Right. but yet let me be the one doing makeup doing her being a stylist Mm -hmm. being an assistant you're comfortable with that but let me be a regular person come on to a show or anything of the sort and be regular regular you have a problem with it, or just someone that's not standing in the shadows of another person, but standing in their own right, you have a problem.
1: Yeah. And you know how it is. Because a lot of straight folks want to be able to see it. You see what I'm saying? They feel that anything other than the flamboyant and, and I first be, I be want to preface this by saying that I honor Respect and love all of my flamboyant trans um, trans brothers and sisters in my community because you all are literally the core of all of our rights. You all, girl. You all are the ones that help me get the rights that I have right now. You are girl. All of my visibility I owe to you all because you all have always been on the front lines to fight for our community. And I don't disrespect you all but I also recognize that people are able to accept and say, okay, I can deal with someone being flamboyant because that's comfortable for them. Like, because I can spot you out in the crowd. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to a quote-unquote straight acting, straight appearing, just quote-unquote regular guy, they can't deal with that. Because it feels like, to them, it feels like deception. How dare you be Anything remotely close to me as a regular cishet person nice. and still love men, that don't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, I, I think that's so dumb. And it's really crazy because it takes me back, if y'all were listening to the last episode, if you haven't go back, um, the disrespect of the feminine. You know, it, I find it hilarious that you
0: brought this up. Okay. Because if you go back, because I don't know if you're like me, um, and I love a reference to pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, okay, I'll take you back on the psychedelic journey. Let's do it. Cosmic journey. Come on, Solange. I love you. And I love you, as well. ah
1: yes.
0: All right. Don't <laughs> have a for me on my Solange. So, if you remember Insecure. Picture. Mm, mm, Amad. Mm, mm, mm. The people don't know how to take Amad. They don't. Because Amad appears to be a regular guy. It's just he's gay. Mm. But yet, I'm going to flip this. Take a trip. Remember season one. Oh, okay. yeah. Remember when Molly was dating a dude that would told her that he experimented with a guy while he was in college, and she could not get the image of him with another guy out of her head? She literally could not deal with it. And to the point where she saw him again, I think in season two, and thought that he was dating his best friend, same exact thing.
1: Same exact damn thing. Sis, really? You still hold on to that? Like, you, like it if It happened, happened so much. Once. And he said
0: it verbatim. It happened once. once. One time. But yet, you said you experimented with a woman and it's more normal for you. Exactly. More normal for you. And it's like you experimented with your sexuality. You know you don't like women. He experimented because, out of curiosity. Knows he does not like men.
1: But you can't get out of your head. Literally, anyway. has not done it since. And you could not get it out of your damn head. Fucked up your whole everything. And he's literally a perfect guy. Hardworking, attends to your every need. Fuck you good, everything. Uh, and you still like, oh no, but oh no, but you had sex with a dude. So I, I don't know. I can't lose you to a man. Like I, oh. oh. But you're willing to be a, And then not to mention.
0: She goes to being the side chick for a, ma- a married man. Hmm. Child. My issue when it comes to the whole and row thing is I, and I held it to the end, I don't know if you have another question in here.
1: I have two more. Go, sorry. So, uh, my next question is, do you feel that there is a gay agenda? If so, what is it? And if not, why do you think others feel there is? I think there is
0: a gay agenda. Talk about it. There's a gay agenda because everyone believes that everyone gay is going to steal their man. <laughs> Sis. We don't want him. We don't want him. <laughs> he don't wash his ass. He ain't washed his clothes in two months. And you say anything. I want him. He ain't worth a regular job in how many years. And he's relying on you to front all the bills while he sits on his dusty ass. But yet, you think I want him. Mm-mm. I wouldn't I
1: look at him if I had glasses. On. I don't. And sis, let me tell you something. Even if your man is fine as motherfucking frog here, he got a great job, the CEO of whatever company. Let me uh, help you understand something from Just Marlin's perspective. If he don't know he liked it, I want him. I, I ain't mind. never been in the business of chasing no straight boys, no questioning boys, none. Of, baby, if you don't like it. If you're not on this side of the fence and secure and being on this side of the fence, I don't want you. I'm not nobody's secret. I don't fit in
0: closets. I have not been inside of a closet since I was a kid, and we're not going back down that road. That's it. Sis, if you don't want him, I don't either. Hmm. Period. 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 That's it. That's the only gay agenda. It's getting you bitches to completely understand if you don't want him, what the fuck makes you think I do? That's it. You want him. You want broke. You want basic. Hmm. Keep it. I'm good.
1: That's it. Hmm. And my last question before we really dig into the whole flame and roll interview thing is what would you like to see for our community in the future? (sighs) Ah.
0: I would like to see us stopping to think that we are not going to get the fairy tale. And it's one of the things, especially as a hopeless romantic, that you have to really come to understand is especially Marlon brought up last week, the whole meme about that was slut shame in the gay community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not all of us want the family. And that's okay. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. Um, not all of us want the family. Not all of us want the kid. Not all of us wants the husband. And that is okay. But the minute that we stop romanticizing her- um, normality, heteronormor- um, mm-hmm. we'll be fine as a community. That's true. Because yes, you can want a man. Yes, you can want to get married. Yes, you can want kids. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that but it does not mean that it works for everybody
1: and you can have all those things if you want them never let nobody tell you that you can't have them okay you can have consistent good dick on an every, every night basis well
0: you can have consistent good ass on an every night well, basis well but that's your business that's it that's just it. That's, it that's it that's it that is all to it you you have something else don't you mm-hmm. okay so here's my problem with the whole flame and roll interview okay so I held, and I'm sorry for the slam. I held my um, my two pieces for this. I felt like Marlon did. I felt it was counterproductive for her to feel as if we are overly sensitive as a community. Um, we fight for recognition from general public because we're not given it's not given to us automatically. Mm-hmm. We're not sitting here asking to blend in with the straights. I don't give a fuck about the straights. They're trash. They're fucking trash. Half of them have no morals, have no dignity. You might as well say they will be gay in regular life anyway. Okay, and half of them look at me as I walk away. But anywho, back to the topic. <laughs> I feel like that portion of her her describing the community was dead wrong. Now, the portion where she described the trans community was spot on. We as a community treat the trans as accessories. Mm. Nobody's going to say that out loud, but I can. Mm. We treat the trans like accessories. We treat them as if they don't exist. They can, It's not like they can go into a regular job in America or feel like they need to say out loud, I'm trans. It's sad that we have gotten to the point where they have to announce it. I'm trans. I'm trans. Mm. I've met In passing, one time, a woman, and I would have never guessed until she told me verbatim, I'm trans. Mm. I promise you, I would have never guessed it. That's how well trans is able to blend in with the regular community. But we treat them as accessories. She said when it comes to making decisions, going to boardrooms, stuff like that, trans are not allowed. But we want to pull them out for parades and um, rallies. That's it. It's like we really treat them like they're the back burner of the community. Along with the bisexuals. Huh.
1: Like, it. That she had a point. She had a, she had a point in that. She had a, She definitely had a point in that. Um, I really appreciate it. There is a young lady by the name of Hope Giselle. Shout out to my baby Hope. Bye fucking love. I love Hope Giselle. I met Hope
0: Giselle through Joseph Williams and I discovered her on Facebook. I love
1: Hope. I love Hope and Hope was she so succinctly like really encapsulated all of what was wrong with, with Flames' interview and still gave her grace and love in the process. Um, and she did a video on her IG TV. That was really awesome. Um, kind of like going over the whole Flame of interview. If y'all want to check her out, she is Hope Disguised on Instagram. That's H-O-P-E-D-I-S-G-U-I-S-E-D. Check her out. She's a really, really, really awesome, awesome individual. I really enjoy seeing her stuff. But um, on. Uh, we have to stop. Disregarding our trans brothers and sisters. And yeah. I've never been that person because I've always been an ally and an advocate for my trans brothers and sisters. And I try my best to fight for them because they are part of our community. And as I stated in the beginning of this episode, they have always been on the forefront of the fight for our liberty as. Literally. LGBT folks, like any revolution, any like anything has always been spurned or like launched by trans or the feminine of our community.
0: We would not have, we wouldn't have any type of pride if it wasn't for trans men. That's
1: it. We wouldn't. We would not. Literally, the inception of pride was spurned by a trans, two trans women. Yeah. Like, two trans women of color at that. Talk about it. Let's fucking keep it real. Like, y'all gonna respect my sisters and brothers. You really are. And I need people to just stop. Stop trying to use them as tokens. Stop trying to sweep them under the rug as if they do not matter. Like, just fucking cut all that shit out. And like, with Flame, I still love Flame. I'm still always gonna give her, like, Grace, I just wish that she would have spoken from a space of this is my life and this is how I feel.
0: And this is my standpoint. And
1: this is my standpoint. You can't speak for the entire community with that. Because what happens is you set the community back. Uh You set them back. Uh You know, even when she sat down, when she was um, on the Queen Supreme Court with Maddie, Maddie had this like, Big Sis, I love you, but. had a situation with somebody that knows you and tried to hit me with the he pronouns and I'm not with that shit and I had to check him you know like so you have to whatever community that you like Flame's life is very specific to her Mm -hmm. you know what I mean her pronouns of he she we works for her he signed the contract she make the money and we spend the check that's her thing Great. You have three children, three beautiful children. You are attracted to masculine-identified women. That is what it is. Yes. Her baby daddies are studs. So that, again, that adds to sexuality being a spectrum. Flame has also dated men in the past as well. But again, like, you can't have... you have all of this diversity in the being of who you are, and then you set us back by like adding to like this patriarchal ideology, like you you keep feeding into the bullshit, like speak from your experience. Say, this is how I feel. This is what I deem is worthy for my life. It's not for everybody else. This is how I feel. I felt like it would have worked a lot better if she would have came from that standpoint, as opposed to speaking for the entire community. You just can't do that. You can't because everybody don't feel like you. Mm. They don't, and you're not feeling like all my trans sisters out here. You're not going to go and use he masculine pronouns. About, what? You should ask me. Don't do that. Case by case scenario. She could have did that, and that would have been fine. She didn't. It is what it is. I don't know. On your rise to stardom, maybe you will continue to make bank with the cishet community, because they're going to use it as a court jester.
0: And you don't get it yet.
1: And it is what it is. That's fine. I still love Flame. I still think she's hilarious. She's a hometown hero for me. I remember seeing her myself on Sunday nights. Like, I, I'm i never going to take any of that away from her. But this interview, I just feel like she could have handled it a lot better. Use I statements. <laughs> Period. Use I statements. This is your reality. This is your truth, your perspective. Do that. But to say shit like... Trans attracted men is a bullshit thing because basically, you, women don't have penises. And also, excuse me, men that are attracted to trans women are not trans attracted. They are just attracted to the allure of the femininity of a man, tits, ass, and all this shit, but they got a dick. Essentially, fetishizing all trans women, like again, setting us back, setting trans women back. Don't do that. Just don't. Girl, it's a dub, and like that,
0: And it's a dub, and I'm done. Until
1: <sighs> wow. health tip, you got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Child, one of the things I've learned from my mental health tip um, is really simple. Um, Protect your peace. Mm. Um, One of the things that I've had to really come to terms with is I hate confrontation. Okay. I hate it with a passion. It gets on my fucking nerves. So in effort to avoid going down a road of confrontation, I protect my peace. Okay. It's like, I'm not going to have this conversation with you because I already know the outcome or where it could possibly lead. So I'm not going to have it. I'm mm-hmm. going to go about figuring it out on my own or just avoiding you altogether. I'm going to protect my peace. Okay. And that's just how it is. It's not saying that you're allowing toxic behavior to happen around you. It's not saying that you can sit, that you don't have to confront it. But I'm not about, I'm not in the space of I'm going to have an argument with you. Right. I'm going to protect my peace. It is what it is. You decided to do something for you. I'm deciding to do something for me. Okay. Have fun with that, though.
1: Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, that's right. All right now. Praise the Lord. (sighs) My mental health tip for the week. Oh, Lord.
0: I felt because the way you just said it, it let me know I was going to be happy.
1: Love yourself. Oh, okay. That's pretty broad. It's very broad, but I'm, I'm about to be very specific with it. Okay. Other people's feelings about you is none of your business. It is also not your responsibility.
0: <laughs>
1: no matter how much you love and care for those people, how they feel about you is none of your business. Love yourself. Mm. Your journey is your journey, so you should travel it, and you will travel it along. There will be people that will meet you along the way. But even when those people are gone, or even in their presence, your path aligns with your footsteps. Mm. So keep walking your path and love yourself along your entire journey. It is okay to be misunderstood. Everybody is not going to understand your motives. Everybody is not going to understand your path, your journey, or what you're doing, or where you're going. That is perfectly okay. Love yourself. Entirely. Wholly. Completely. Flaws and all. Everything that encompasses you is divinely made. So love all of it. And don't let anybody tell you nothing different. Don't. That's all there is. Love yourself. That's all I got for y'all this week. And with
0: that being said, that pretty much sums up this week's episode of WRYH Podcast. Um, with the recent changes to YouTube, mm-hmm. the uploading to YouTube is a little up in the air. Okay. Only because if you guys follow um, Cameron Henderson, he really explained the changes to YouTube that are coming. Um, where they can label your your channel as like kid friendly material, oh, I got you. and basically censor you completely. Mm. So it's like it's a bunch of changes, and he's basically on the cusp of being done with YouTube because he said technically, though his channel really is not for kids, they'll say that it is. Mm. It's kind of it's like YouTube is getting really weird with their new policies, so my YouTube upload is a little up in the air. If I decide to do it, I'll let you guys know. I might try and do, like, one or two episodes, but I don't know. It's a little up in the air, especially with all the changes coming, not just to YouTube, but even Instagram. A lot of social media is changing. Okay. A lot of it. So, it's like, girl, you might as well just go on and just stick to Twitter. <laughs> because Twitter's the only place that ain't really changed. Gotcha. But everywhere else is changing and adding stipulations and all these rules, and it's just like, okay you're killing the experience, but all right. Um, um, let you guys know two more episodes left of the year for WRH podcast. Mm -hmm. Now we are trying to have the sex sales episode. I want to shoot the habit next week. Mm. Um, I didn't get a chance to have this conversation with Marlon. I want to shoot the habit next week. Um, but the people I wanted to be on the show um, push back into into the new year. Mm. So this is going to be a bit interesting on what we decide to tackle for this episode. Mm. Mm. In the very last episode, I already have our guest in line, and he's already on board. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um quick shout outs to other podcasts, real quick. Um, I love when I come into connection with people I know okay. that I find out just do pods. Um, one of my friends, Autumn, if you guys don't, a little backstory. Um, one of my first jobs, but like because I keep a job hub. Um, one of the first jobs I had, I worked in West Orange and next to the store that I worked for, she worked in and I followed her throughout the years via social media. We kept in contact but I recently found out that she started a pod with her and her best friend so shout out to Autumn um, and the Pussy Chronicles
1: yes Pussy Chronicles they, oh,
0: like I listened to the episode last night and they are a fucking riot I, love it. I loved it it was very honest um,
1: <laughs> so right
0: yes the Pussy Chronicles is with three S's bitch three S's not, not two but three um where can we find they are on all streaming platforms but of course you use spotify so look on spotify um uh, my usual suspect shout out to my podcasting cousin lucky lefty the great um he changed the name of his pod from the transparent trap house to intellectual savagery Come on, Intellectual Sabotry. I love it. So I'm so happy for him. Um, it's for something that he's going to announce in the future that I cannot talk about because it's not my place. Word. Um But definitely, if you wanted to shout out your pod, let me know. I want to start get back into networking with other podcasts. But with that being said, that's all we got this week. Um,
1: a quick um, shout out to my favorite podcasts. Um, gotta give love to the Peach Tea Podcast down in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Your baby daddy, Dom, and your best trim friend, Trey Vars. I love them. Love mm-hmm. y'all. Mwah. They are really awesome. You should check them out. Mm-hmm. Also, let's also not forget about the Cookout, Cook out. Podcast. Uh, cookout podcast with Sir Cassidy, Chase Cassidy, love you are fucking amazing okay. y'all gotta yeah. check them out they're okay. cool, really great podcasts they are awesome check them out when you get a chance they're fucking dope so yes that's my plugs about the podcasts.
0: yes Just. so two more episodes left and we will see you guys next week next week bitch love y'all peace out be